Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is Pat 40, and you are listening to the Raspy Voice Kid. Let's get it popping. Let's get it going. Week two. Here we come. WVURVK. We in the building. J Fiend. J Fiend. B Fiend. I also hate Pitt. What's up? And on the cool kids. Now, we're not going to take that from Jalen and Jacoby, but you know who we're saying. RVK in the building. Brandon, what we talk about today for pop culture. Hit you with the pop. Get him. Little reverse. Hit you with the reverse. Y'all didn't see that coming. Um, today, Jeremy, we're talking about relationship deal breakers. Things that will end a relationship instantaneously. But I can't do that. But I won't do that. Yeah, okay. Very big difference. Can't and won't. But we should talk about the difference in the two. Uh, Jeremy, when we were talking about that, we were talking about relationship deal breakers. I stumbled across this article that I thought was perfect for it. Can, before we get to the article, can we talk about our own deal breakers first, then jump into the article? Or do you want to reverse it? Huh. I thought about this, how we should do it. We probably should have talked about this off air, but. No, no matter. What you say? Look, which one you want to do? You want to go us first talk or that Let's talk about our own. Okay, okay, own. okay, 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 okay. So you, I'm going to let you go first. Okay, um, big deal breaker for me, if she chews with her mouth open. If we're out on a date, I just met you, and you chew your food with your mouth open, deal breaker. That's I a big, that's a, that's, a, that's a body blow. That's for sure a body blow for me. To me, that is a bare minimum. How can you as an adult chew with your mouth open? Are you kidding me? Brandon, if the particulars are particular. <laughs> <laughs> I said a body blow. It's a big body blow. It is not a deal breaker. That is not end all be all. That's a big. That's that's a big shot. The ribs, you know, the ribs are soft. The ribs are tender. Yeah, Tyrod <laughs> Taylor. Tyrod Taylor. I don't. I don't know if it's a. It's not a knockout. It's, it's for me. It's not a deal breaker. Depending on the particular. All right. So that. What's one for you? 
deal breaker. Um, I think a big thing is, you know, you 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 live and you learn, and I, I realize you got to get along with my family. That was the next thing I was gonna you say. You got you gotta you know I'm not saying you have to be head over heels in love with my family, but you know you also can't have these these animosities. Yeah, man, like this mental. I don't I don't want to I don't say low self esteem. That's not it. Just I, you you can't have these mental blocks. Yeah, a met, mental blocks when it comes to my family. Yeah, I agree. We both dealt with that in previous relationships, and and it wasn't hardcore, but it was enough of a. Like you, I don't know how to put it. It caused friction. Yeah, a blockade. That and just, we're close to our family. Yeah, some of them anyway. Yeah, most <laughs> of our immediate family that we talk about. Yes, we are. <laughs> All right. Uh, so yeah, so we're both on the same page as far as that goes. Um, I also say, I'll let you think about what you're going to say. But another big deal for me that is a deal breaker is if I'm talking to a girl and she doesn't have female friends. If there's something, oh, these girls hate on me. Oh, these girls. And you have no female friends? That's a huge red flag. That's a red flag, but that's not a deal breaker. It's for a deal breaker. It's oh, it's You really gonna break up with a girlfriend? Brandon, it's really close. You gonna break up with a girlfriend? Because I feel like if it's the tell- particulars are particular. Yes, no, you no, gonna no, break no. up with a girlfriend? Because that means that, that some of the. I'm just saying because it shows a little bit of maybe who they are that they can't get along with people. There's a thing where even the particulars, particular. We may not get along down the line when you start getting that same attitude that you have with everybody else because there's a problem with you and your personality. You know what I mean? But what if she has guy friends? Of course she going to have guy friends if the particulars <laughs> are particular. <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah, son. I saw a meme. Well, somebody said a meme. To, uh, you know, I might even say what the meme said, but it's the truth when it talks about guy friends, okay? That's all you need to know. It's the truth when it talks about guy friends. Yeah, no, it's interesting. It's very interesting. Um, so those are the big ones for us. You don't have another one? Um, no, not that I can think of off the top of my head. Um, I had another one wrote down. I can't remember. It was, it was obviously gotta like like my family, enjoy my family. Also, um, you have to have friends that are females because if you don't have friends that are females, it's a big red flag. There was another one, but I don't know. I can't remember what it was, and I left my pad. So that's what it is. That's all I got for now. What about you? No, I think that's it. Uh, I do think financial responsibility is important, but that's something you don't learn until later on down the road. Um, So it's hard for me to call that a deal breaker. But you know what the thing is? I'm not trying to be – I don't want to be old-fashioned, but in a way I feel like it's my job if we're in a serious relationship in which I'm going to marry you. That we, you know, I, I need to help out on help making sure that we're financially stable. No, you know but I'm mean? talking about financially responsible. I understand that. Because I, I used, there was a person I was in a relationship with at one point who stuff would just be showing up to my house. Yeah. And I, and I'd be like, what is that? And they would say stuff like, oh, so-and-so got this to, for, for us as a gift. Find out later on, we spent the money on. The, on- the other thing that's funny is I saw somebody who said, who said, um, you know, I used to deal with my husband or, you know, my significant other and they'd be like, oh, we don't have the money for it. So I went out and started buying gift cards. I'm like, oh, I found this gift card from which is genius. Long time ago. Genius. Let's go to Red Lobster. Genius. Genius. So I'm talking about being financially responsible because it doesn't matter what I bring to the table because it's like, no, it doesn't matter how much money you have. If somebody's financially irresponsible, you're not going to have enough money. It's true. 
So I'm not talking about being me, me making sure that we're financially stable because it don't matter how much you have, if they're financially responsible, you will never have enough money. And also when you go to do things that involve credit, you're going to have a problem because both of you are going to be on for the loan. But I feel like that's a deal breaker for me, financial irresponsibility. But let's get to the nitty gritty because I know a lot of y'all are talking about things that we've missed. You're probably listening and thinking, what about this? What about that? Well, Brooke Meredith, a writer, blogger for Medium.com, wrote the most common deal breakers in dating. And she did this and she thought it was hilarious. It reminded her of Liz Lemon on uh, 30 Rock. Shut it down, deal breaker. Remember that she wrote the book Deal Breaker. Yeah, no, no, I don't. I don't watch. I don't watch Thirty Rock a whole lot of it. Jeremy, you ever? Watch- I watched some of it, not just all of it. Okay, Jeremy, you gotta watch. 30 okay, Rock. okay. It's good from the first episode with Tracy Morgan. Are yes, you kidding me? yes, yes. Okay, okay, okay. All right, gotcha, anyway, gotcha. all right, all right. Gotcha. That's a different show. Time for different, different conversation. All right, so she listed them, not in any personal or order. If a person is boring. It's a deal breaker. Duh, but hold up. Of course, isn't that a prerequisite? It says meaning they don't really have much going on in their lives in terms of hobbies, passions, life dreams towards which they are working, fun activities they enjoy regularly, or a couple of good friends they love socializing with. That was cited as a top deal breaker for many people. Yeah, okay. I I get it. I get it. Yeah, I get it too. Two, this is something else. Now, this is something that is a deal breaker for me, but I almost feel like I would spot this before we got in the situation. But here's number two, she lists. If someone is rude, has bad manners, or is impolite, this is a deal breaker. It should be a deal breaker. That's a big red flag. And if they're rude to, you know, just random people, they're going to be rude to you once they get comfortable with you. Exactly. Like you said, a number of people went so far as to add, if someone is rude to any kind of service staff, such as waiters, secretaries, valets, etc., because they feel these people are beneath them, that is not going to fly. No, absolutely. And I don't care how you treat me. If you treat those people like that, it's still too much to, for me. Absolutely, because of course you're going to treat me good. You know, it's a hut. <laughs> On the real. <laughs> what you supposed to do? Did you see that meme last night, by the way, that said, it said money can't bring you happiness? <laughs> I didn't see Tuh. I saw, I saw. I saw that first part. <laughs> it said Tuh. Anyway. Uh, we I digress. Number three, smoking cigarettes. For a couple of people, this was not a deal breaker. Now I got to be honest. Under certain circumstances, it would not be a deal breaker for me. It's it's really close. But I, I don't like if you smoke like a like a choo choo train. Exactly. It depends on no. how much you smoke. Yeah. Like I said, now there are certain circumstances. Like you know, under my current circumstance, smoking is a deal breaker. But under other circumstances, it may not bother me as much. It's so vague. That's so vague. So yeah, that's so vague. I'm talking about you being vague. I'm not talking about the. Oh, I know. I was ignoring you. All right, on to the next one. On to the next Uh, one. (laughs) Um, But here's the thing: for the people who said that smoking was a deal breaker, here were their reasons. They said it gave awful breath. Clothing and home stinks when someone smokes. Destroys teeth, ruins your looks over time. Lots of long-term health issues. And that's just an unattractive and gross habit, they said. Absolutely. Number four. This is not a top deal breaker, though it was for me. And I'm going to include it in this list as it says, messy eaters. I said, chewing with your mouth open. Messy eaters. 
somebody gets food all over the mouth. I feel and like, uh, but, there. but I feel like you can work on that. How you gonna work with a grown person about the way they eat? Very easily. <laughs> Very Jeremy, easily. Grown people are grown people. I'm not, going Jeremy, to we're go. Not, we're look, not look, 16. If you don't close your mouth, wipe off your chin. Yeah. This is over. <laughs> exactly. I don't care if the particulars are as particular as they can get, okay? Come on now. Yeah. Uh, a number of people had this on their list. I used to say this all the time. Number five, that a person should either be as smart as they are or even smarter. Looks fade, then you are left with conversation, shared activities, and friendship with that person. Thus, for many, intelligence was important. Now, my thing is, even if looks don't fade, you will get bored with somebody if they're stupid. If they can't hold a conversation, if they don't have any interest in it is, the table, you know, if but they're you, not ever bringing to you something they, that they read. I think, it's, they, I think it's more important to be compassionate and like, because sometimes you get people who are stupid, but if they are willing to be, you know what I mean? Like, not just caught in that. Look, uh, I, done dated, I done dated a stupid girl. Okay. <laughs> I done dated more than one stupid girl. I'm gonna tell you a quick story, right? right. Uh, hey, 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 go uh, drink up. You drink up and tell us. So I was talking to this girl, and uh, I said, "You, know, you just seem so melancholy." And she said to me, "Whatever she said, like she just passed it off or whatever, and like she had to go." And then, and this is a long time ago. I mean, I was 21, I think. I was working at w, I was working at WVU Hospital at the time. Because I remember exactly where I was when I had the conversation. Right, way to cover the tracks. Way to cover the tracks. Go ahead. And uh, she, and when she called back, she was like, "Do you always use big words like that?" And I was like, "Big words like what?" She's like, "Melancholy." I had to look it up. Now, Jeremy, melancholy is a long word. <laughs> melancholy is not a big word. Melancholy. Melancholy. <laughs> <laughs> melancholy is a word that you should know from elementary school. Ele- I think melancholy was in the book Matilda. I believe. Yeah, you know, you know, I, I don't know. Anyway, so anyway, so number this is not number six, but it's in the middle. It says another thing that was mentioned by participants, which falls into this vein of intelligence, is people who are ignorant, closed-minded, uneducated, and have zero interest in changing that. These were named as deal breakers for many. Yeah, that's a deal breaker. That means that I don't like your personality. I'm out. You know? Number six. Substance abuse of any kind with alcohol or drugs. This was also at the very top of the list for most. Almost everyone polled named it as a deal breaker. Not much further explanation is needed. Yeah. Yeah. Abuse. Abuse. But what do you feel about a person who doesn't drink at all? Would you date a girl who doesn't drink at all? Um, just depends on the particular. <laughs> if the particulars are particular, <laughs> we need to make a shirt that says particulars. particulars. Make sure the buns brown. I don't. I don't mean. You know, it'd be more fun if she did. But you know, there's a lot of stuff that you know. You know, it's it's one of them uh, hot to crazy ratios that they always talk about. Yeah, people go through stuff, so you got to give them grace. All right, let's wrap it up. How many more we got? Uh, there's 10 total. Seven. Um, now, this is interesting. I want to see what you think about this. Number seven. One person said, if he doesn't pay on the first date, it's a deal breaker. No, I don't agree. Uh, especially in the day and age that we live in, 
where sometimes you could go out <clears throat> on certain things that are brunch dates or, or, or things that I'm the kind of person that I've been raised that I'm going to pay. I'm paying. I'm paying. That's what I'm about to say. I'm but paying. But if you're trying to play it low key, you know what I mean? Like if it's an official date, but if you're trying to like move in without it being so official, I can see just that's a long road. I don't like going to eat with my female friends and not paying. No, me too. Me too. You know, I'm like that too. But to say that's a deal breaker, I just feel like I don't know. They said the general responses for this were more in the vein of just general stinginess being a major turnoff and deal breaker. That's true. And I'm not stingy at all, but I can understand the day and, and time that we live in where people want everything to be equal and even. And sometimes people don't want pressure to be put on them. Um, I don't know. I, I can see not paying. I, I wouldn't do it. I, I Excuse me. I have never done it. Yeah. Unless, you know, the bread was a little short, but that was a long time, you know. Um, it's been a minute. It's been a minute, you know. But, uh, no, I can see not paying if you don't want her to feel like this is an official something. Number eight, racist, sexist, or prejudice speaks for itself. Obviously, yeah. Number nine, not willing to compromise or make changes for personal growth. This was a top deal breaker among those polled and named on the majority of lists. That's funny that they say that's a deal breaker because that kind of thing cannot be seen until months later i'm sorry months at least you know what i mean at least so when you say this is deal breaker that means you cried in your pillow for six months <laughs> for four months yep. after he wouldn't change for you yep. you know number 10 people who are obsessed with social media meaning they're always on their phone texting posting liking that that you know what that is a deal breaker if look uh, you know what that is one of my deal breakers if you post too many selfies Selfie every once in a while, I get it. If you are a selfie a week person, I can't do it. Selfie a week is too many. Brayden, if she posts a selfie a week, that's really close. It's really close. A selfie a week. There's one every seven days. Maybe two selfies a week. My point is, I find like there's something empty within inside of you if you need that kind of verification with a selfie a week. Don't don't get it twisted. I post selfies sometimes too. But if you need that kind of reassurance and those kind of likes because you feel a certain way about yourself, I'm not going to be able to feel it. I'm not going to make you be able to feel the way you need to feel because you have something lacking in yourself. Yeah, no, that's exactly what the article said. It said that the need for a connection to people who are not real tops the need for a flesh and blood connection and that, that was one of the points it made so that's it's very interesting that you said that because that's exactly how the people who were polled felt about that um but yeah put the phone down when you're with somebody that matters to you amen that's what it is man got anything else to say we need to wrap this up we need to get to mountaineer football son uh yeah we can wrap it up the last two aren't that interesting yeah wrap that up b Wrap that up, B. All right, that's it for us. What about you guys? What are your top deal breakers? Let the RVK know. You know how to get at us. When you listen to the show, tweet at us. Uh, or supposed to be tweet us, but I always think tweet at us is what I always think. But anyway, uh, or you can message us. You can get at the RVK any way possible. Let us know what you think. Holla at you boys. Wrap me, boys. Big shout to Shrinkables. Shrinkables. Supporting the RVK partnership since day one. Segment number two. This is the RVK. Brandon Phoenix in the building, a.k.a. I also hate Pitt. Joined by Jeremy J.N. Phoenix in the building. Let's go. Time to talk West Virginia Mountaineer football. Jeremy, what do you got for us? 
I want to talk first personally. We didn't play this past week, right? So we got to talk a little bit about Marshall, I think. Okay. We, we can start out of this, but we had talk a about... Opponent, we had a common opponent the first week. Okay. Similar results. The next week, Marshall plays a ranked Appalachian State team at home with their freshman quarterback, and uh, they struggle on the road. Or struggle at home. But they win the game against a ranked opponent for only the second time. But is that what you call struggling? If you play a ranked team and you beat them 17-7, to and the end you're going to say, well, you struggled? Or is that a great win? I don't think it's a great win, but I think it's a solid win. I think it's an important program win for them. I think so, too. But I think it says something to us. That's what I'm saying. What, what, all right, so after you read all the tea leaves, how Some, did somebody said that this should tell us that EKU was a scrimmage to take nothing from it other than that it was a scrimmage to focus on our opponent that's coming up and not to get the big head. Uh, duh. Wait, 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 wait. I, I thought you were going to say something like insightful. I, w- I am. Okay, I was like, duh. Chris Hall, our boy over at West Virginia Sports Illustrated, okay. said that he thought that was a stupid take. Why? Because he thought what he saw was an Appalachian State team that is well coached, that got film on a freshman quarterback, and knew how to make him uncomfortable. Yeah, I, absolutely. And we are not in the same circumstance. I agree. And I agree with him totally. I, I agree with, with that part of it, but I also feel like don't like I said, don't get too high, too low. It was a a, a chump EKU squad. But what I'll say about Marshall is um <clears throat> this is not a Marshall segment. When you say chump EKU, I mean historically bad. Yeah, no. Terrible. Terrible. But Marshall showed really good defense in that game and their offense showed an ability to adjust um when they started pressuring the quarterback. They started going pretty much stop the run, make the quarterback beat us. There's some things I liked that Marshall did. What I translate to West Virginia is I think we have as much as talent. Actually, we have more talent than Marshall does. I'm not saying as much talent. We have more talent than Marshall does. At quarterback, he's more seasoned. Our offensive line is better. Our defense is better. Marshall played great on defense. The truth is, too, we're playing a better opponent than Appalachian State. Now, I understand that. Are we? I understand they're ranked number twenty three, but Oklahoma, Oklahoma, you, look, you win and die with the horses. Sometimes the horses don't get up for a game like Tulsa. Them horses sometimes, are going to be. Sometimes you don't have the horses where they need to be. The horses are going to be ready and prepared for us on Saturday, and I will take Oklahoma State against Appalachian State each and every day, a hundred times out of a hundred. So we have a bigger, bigger program to play come Saturday. But that, with that being said, we got a bigger name to play. You don't think it's bigger. You don't think you're the main person who talks about blue chips. Blue chips win yeah, with championships. I don't know what their offensive line is like because of injuries. They had new starters there. Brandon. I think all that stuff makes a huge difference on the offensive line. I'm telling you, Oklahoma State has more talent than Appalachian State. Yeah, I agree with that. But if in key places, if you're fragile, like court if you're trouble if you have trouble at quarterback or offensive quarterback line. Quarterback is big, yeah. Quarterback or offensive line, it lim- it mitigates what Tylen Wallace can do on the outside. So it mitigates what Chuba Hubbard can do. So 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 let's get to it. Let's forget this Marshall stuff. Let's get to it. What do you think about this week coming up? Oklahoma State, West Virginia, Stoolwater. By the way, I saw somebody's like, Stoolwater, why would you call it Stoolwater? Um, because we're making fun of them. Obviously. <laughs> <laughs> Same reason we call them Oki Light. You know? So what do you think about this game coming up? I think we win, and I think we win comfortably. You think so? I think we win, and I think we win comfortably. At first, Braden, I'm, I'm not saying we blow them out, 
But I'm saying that I think we win in a 27-17 type game. Brayden, here's the thing. The whole time I was really scared of this game, and I I was wondering how our defensive line was going to play. And, you know, the big matchup for me, the two big biggest matchups in the entire game is our defensive line versus their offensive line. And on the flip side, our receivers versus their defensive backs. They like, uh, I think Neil Brown, Neil Brown said in his press conference, they have four NFL players in their secondary. That's intimidating. You go cover zero and you force the other team's receivers to beat you. Deggy talked about it. Deggy played in this game last year. Deggy, and, and, and so, so the whole time. And he played at home. Here's the thing. The whole time I felt a little intimidated. Um, I thought it was going to be a good game. We're, we're really going to have to play on the defensive line. But, Brandon, as I started looking at stats, we lost 2013 last year. Our defensive line held Chuba, Chuba to 108 yards. Now, granted, our problem was we gave up a bunch of reception yards from say he had a ed- lot of receiving 88 yards. receiving yards. But we only gave 108 yards on the ground. Then on the flip side, Daggy coming in, he hadn't even played that much at West Virginia under this scheme. Do you know how much he threw for he drew for, threw for over 300 yards in a touchdown. So, I understand he said last year our receivers didn't beat the defensive backs on big plays, except for George. He had the touchdown, the deep ball. George I, Campbell. The more I look at this, the more, Brandon, I feel like you do. I think that he's they're ready. They're ready to go. Sam James had seven or eight catches last year. Uh, TJ Simmons had three or four catches. TJ Simmons is not starting. Reese Smith is. I know. I saw that. We'll we get to. Talk, we we will get to that. We will get to that. But the more I see that, I feel like we can capitalize. Last year they beat us twenty thirteen. This year they come back with the same secondary. Deggy in his second year, second time seeing Oklahoma State. I'm sorry. I think we're ready to go. I and I'm. I'm actually with you. I think we win comfortably. Now that we've covered our predictions, let's get to the depth chart. There were only two surprises, really. I don't even say two surprises. Um, one surprise for me. Reese Smith over TJ Simmons, the slot position. Jeremy, what do you think about that? Uh, you know, you never a know. A freshman over a fifth-year senior. You never know what's going on. Transfer in the, from Alabama. You never know what's going on in the a program. A leader of the team. Usually that, for me, signals a message trying to be sent. Saying, hey, you need to do this, this, and that, hey. And the show, the, the, the message wasn't sent when you were suspended for the first game of the maybe, season? Maybe it wasn't. That's, that's my thing. Maybe it wasn't sent. Maybe he didn't receive the message. It's either one of two things. Either he's sending the message or Reese Smith is that good. Hopefully, Reese Smith is that good. Because TJ Simmons was good last year. He, oh, very solid. Very, very, very so solid. So that, that's the thing to me. So if Reese Smith is that good, then we've got a lot. Like somebody said, Garrett Green and Reese Smith. In the years to come, we're going to hear that a lot. No, absolutely. Um, I'm still surprised when Darius Cohen has not ripped that spot away from Jared Bartlett at bandit position. We'll but, see. But I hopefully that hopefully that means that one, Jared Bartlett. One thing I liked about uh, Neil Brown is during his press conference, he called his players out. He didn't call them out like so strong, but he mentioned it. He said, "I think Darius and Dante. That's my that's my Neil Brand voice. I think <laughs> yeah. I think Darius and Dante can uh you know play a little better. Uh, you know, uh, uh Darius Cohen. Uh, I think he spent too much time on the ground. Uh, that's what he said. And I like that he called them out. You know why? Because they're grown. I know we call them kids all the time, but they've been playing this sport for a long time. They're in a big time D one program. They're grown enough to be able to accept what he says. And you know what the truth is." Who cares what he says? Because they feel it. They already know it. They don't need him to say it. But he says it. That's what it is. Dante, Darius, step up this game. We need you this game. 
Cohen, quick get knocked to the ground like a girls' basketball game. But he had how many tackles and a sack last week in only 26 snaps? That's right, but I'm going with the coach. Said. The coach said he spent too much time on the ground. He said he could get better. That's what I'm saying. He can get better. There are certain people, five, oh, whatever, however, four tackles and a sack is great. When you're Vendarius Cohen with all that talent, I want to see you be an All-American. It's not okay for you to be All-Conference, Vendarius. I want to see you be All-American. Put the standard pretty high on the man. Because he can handle it. He's a dog. That's right. I'm interested to see if Alonzo Day can repeat his performance from last week. He gets to start again. Tyke Smith said, I can go higher. I saw that. I got another level I can tap into. That's what he said. Uh, it, better be th- <laughs> it better be this game. Or I'm going to feel a certain way. I'm really interested to see what... Um, I'm really interested to see what happens with Tylen Wallace because he didn't have a big game last week. And Tylen Wallace, a receiver for Oklahoma State, who is out of this world good. Yeah, you know, they have a, they have a, like they said, uh, Neil Brown said they have a receiver who can win the Blitnikoff. They have a running back who can win the Doak Walker. Um, they have a great team. I don't know how much what we saw Saturday translates into this Saturday. I hope it does big time. Because the truth is, the offense looked stalemate. It, the offense looked like they couldn't block. The offense really didn't look, they looked inept in a lot of ways. Um, defense looked really solid. But here's a, it, I, I feel like it's go time. Our, our team has progressed. And this is the, the, the test, the, the, not the litmus test, but this is the test. Where are we? I drink the Kool-Aid every year. I still am not sure that this is a litmus test because I'm not sure how good of how good Oklahoma State is. I'm not drinking the Kool-Aid on no, Oklahoma no, State. No, 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 no. What are they ranked? Uh, 15, I believe. They're ranked number 15. They are what they're ranked right now. And, and, yeah, and no, no, take- no, no, no. And so when I see my team team come in there, play like they're ranked number 15. You can watch a game and, and, and define what it is afterwards. But if we win this game, I'll take it. Not, not, not that I'll take it. I feel like it does because there's a lot of pressure right now. I'm not a lot of pressure. There's just high stakes. It's high stake games. Not a lot of pressure. High stakes game right now. You lose this game, and the rest of the season is going to be a hard, you know, hill to climb. A lot of teams in the NCAA are going undefeated this year. I don't know if you've recognized that yet. I never thought about that till you just BYU, said it. As soon as, as soon as BYU you said has it. the most garbage schedule of all time. They're going undefeated. Marshall just beat Appalachian State. Look at the rest of the schedule. They should be able to beat every single team left in their schedule. There's a lot of teams going undefeated. This is not a year where you're going to lose one or two games and still get in. Yeah, I agree. But I also, well, I don't know. I think it depends on who you are, first of all. We're not losing one or two games yes. and Thank still getting in. Thank you for saying that because that is the accurate representation of the facts in this matter. Um, But I'm not worried about this game. I should be, because like you said, the state of Oklahoma has owned us. They, they've owned us. Brandon, Brandon, what was it, four, four straight years, five straight five years? Five straight years. I'm so sick of, of the whole, you know, whole Sooner Nation, whole Oklahoma Nation, Cowboy Nation. They've owned us the last five years. But for some reason, I feel like you. I think we're going to get it. I think we're hungry. I think we've been disrespected. I don't think Oklahoma State's that good. I think not having fans in the stands or not having that many fans in the stands limits what your actual home field advantage is. Um, 
and I think we have a seasoned quarterback who's used to the Big 12 Conference at this point. I think we have receivers who have matured and Bryce Wheaton Ford and Sam James. Um, TJ Simmons may not start. And Mays. Mays is going to be big. Get off those. A receiver Mays. Um, what's his name? Sean Ryan. Yeah, yeah. That's. <laughs> why haven't they called him Mays? I have no idea why you keep calling him Mays. I, look, Ryan. I called you earlier, earlier on the phone <laughs> and said, said Mays, Mays and you didn't say nothing. No, I did. I said, you said Bryce Brown. I think that time. <laughs> no, I said Bryce Brown <laughs> too. Bryce no, Ryan. Sean Ryan. Yeah, no, and then also, he's going to be huge. Let's see. Let's get look. If Reed Smith is starting, but I wonder how much T.J. Simmons will actually play because T.J. Simmons is important not just for catching the ball, but for our run game. He blocks. He blocks as well. Well, I mean, better. I was you know the NBA is on, so there's been a lot of NBA basketball on, and they talk about the six man. One of the biggest things they talk about is what people don't understand is it's not who starts, it's who finishes. I agree. Um, and I think T.J. Simmons is going to come in with a chip on his shoulder. He already even posted. I really hope he does, man. I hope he does too. I hope there's focus. I hope there's. I hope he has an agenda when he comes out there. I hope he comes out there angry. Um, so we'll see. Defensively, the Stills boys, like was said by uh, West Virginia Sports Illustrated, they were basically shut out. They were basically shut out. Yeah. So now it's time to show out. That's right. There's no excuse this week. Cohen Fields, Tyke Smith. I'm gonna let you defense. I'm yelling at you. And by the way, Nick Troy Fortune, Drayshawn Miller, they got their hands full. Because I don't care who the receivers are for Oklahoma State. Always. Always going to be a problem. The Spencer Sanders not starting um, or saying he's in a boot, I'll believe it when I see it, that he doesn't play. WVU is preparing for Sanders to be the starter. Can I say this, too? When's the last time on a big primetime game on ABC that West Virginia won? Was it? I, I don't remember. I never remember stuff me, like that. Me neither. Was it Texas? A few. Uh, I, I I don't know where Texas. All I know is, I I remember watching games, uh, a few games here within the last year and a half, two years, where I've been thoroughly embarrassed with West Virginia on national TV, where the whole nation could watch. Yeah. No. I I mean, so, like I said, I don't ever remember stuff like that, and I don't care about stuff like that. I, I, care, I care because about, I, I, I want to look good on national I TV. I care about now. I care about now. That's right. And I, you know what? I love Neil Brown because he's so calm and chilly, blah, blah, blah. But I know that dude has that edge. I know that dude has that edge. And I know he's spitting it to his players. So let's go. Let's get ready, fellas. This is it. Separate the pups from the dogs. I said that. Yeah, I said it. Let's go. Yep. Let's go, Mountaineers. Podcast Network. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.